is up, Gowgans? Another day. Fire in order. I don't know how charged my battery is, but uh, I was charging a little bit, but I don't think I charged it all the way. I was just starting to charge it again after going through whatever it's going through. Yeah, what'd you do today? Uh, not a hell of a lot. Just heard some music. Got a one of those fear texts from uh, Bert saying he's gonna give me a hundred and fifty or a fifty dollar late charge if I don't pay the rent by today. But uh, I haven't seen Mike to help me get to the bank. Uh. So I don't know, like, what the fuck happened to him. But I'm not going to, like, be it. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe I should be more paranoid. But just, I feel like I'm not animated to be more paranoid. I'm just, like, animated to just not care. And that might make things worse on me. But I just don't feel animated. Like, maybe I want to be paranoid and care and want to push to call Bert, but I can't get myself to, it's like, the animation or the part of the script is, like, telling me not to do it. So... You might as well be like, I'm blind. (laughs) I need somebody to go with me. No, but, I mean, he's threatening to fucking make me pay a fucking whatever late charge. So... Yeah, but Bert is a soulless monster, though, in my opinion. Well, I don't have a soul either, but, you know, I, I, I know he doesn't, can't legally do that. I at least, should, you know, have till the 5th. So I'm just, I'm just not going to bug him till tomorrow. He'll probably send me some stupid text later or whatever. But if I don't see uh, Mike by tomorrow, then uh, around the time, you know, around tomorrow, somewhat, you know, in the morning, I'm going to, then I'll, then I'll, de- then I'll bug Bert tell him what's going on and if he's going to be a dick he's going to be a dick but I mean I, I don't know for some reason I don't know it just seems like this the part of the script the script of the my cartoon is just won't let me care right now Do you know? so it's uh I'm just not animated to care you didn't know? Like, as much as I want to care and go be as paranoid as I was two months ago when it was freezing and raining and I was worried, or however many months ago when I called Bert right after I got the text, I just, whatever it is, I can't get myself to be paranoid and fucking care that much. I know. The rebellion is in full effect in Kyle Chaos's life. Well, no, it's in more effect with what's going on in my head. Uh, I don't know. What's going on in my head when we start recording the, the podcast? I've had some really intense thoughts uh, in the middle of the night last night that uh, have to do with shit. So, I don't know. Yeah, basically, I had an early-ass day today. I had to get up at, like, 8 a.m. with, like, five, six hours of sleep. Because I couldn't get to sleep last night. 
It was probably because of the two cups of coffee I had at the meeting. No, oh, right on. Hey, hey, at least you get good. I mean, probably the best thing about AA is you get good coffee. Yeah, that's true. They they give you the the tar yeah. pits coffee. Right on, man. That's uh, you know, I dig. Shit, I'm missing coffee. You know, it's like I haven't had it in a while, and it's like I got a taste for it, but I'm just not caring enough about. I don't feel as much enough of a need to get wired to do it, but. I miss the taste, you know. I mean, I don't really want to do decaf either, but you know, if I do it, I'm gonna do the full-on thing. But I, I just, I miss the taste, but I don't care enough about getting wired to fucking try to do it right now. I don't know. I care more about whether I can get out of here next month and whether the county is gonna lift their bullshit. You know, whether we're gonna have freedom in California in a, in a couple of weeks. All that. How hard is it going to be? All that. Like that's the main thing I care about. Everything else doesn't mean shit to me right now. And Terry looks like he might be coming back in a couple days. So that's the other thing, you know. Because I I want to fight so hard to get out of here. Terry's coming back. That's part of the fucking script. Or I think. I mean, I think that's the punishment because I want to get out of here and fight to really realize, you know. And, fight the city council if I can't realize my sex dream. My punishment is Terry's coming back. You know, I have like a respite because they want me to go, well, if you just don't have a roommate and just still settle for not realizing your sex dream, will you accept that? No. Damn. So. So. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like uh, whatever it is that's fucking up my FM reception, which uh, one spot on the dial is that, that I think that's the best way for me to target it. And then when you turn it off, you hear this beep sound on the radio. Like you, when you change the station back, one thing on the dial goes beep, and then you put it back on that spot on the dial, and it's. <laughs> Whatever it's like, bunch of FM stations are jamming the farther away stations out, and it's uh, pretty weird. But I think it's this pirate station. Yeah, that's pretty good song. Wasn't on last night. And so I'm tripping on that, trying to fight that bullshit, whatever's fucking up my FM reception that uh, has been going on since at least around Monday night. Yeah, and then I went to uh, the mental health doctor and told him that my meds weren't working. Why'd you tell him that? They'll just try to get you heavier meds. SSR. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I got it, I got it. Okay, I get it. Okay. Like, uh, and then, like, after that, I went to the office and did my piss test and talked to the, uh, group homeowner. Yeah, what did he, how did that go? 
Oh, it was alright. Like he was just saying that I'm doing good, and we just discussed like the twelve steps and how like I've been handling them. Good. Which I'm on step seven, so I'm a little past halfway through with them. Yeah. Okay. So like you really go through the first step, the second step, the third step, the fourth step, the fifth step. Okay, yeah. hang on, I don't understand this whole shit, but I don't want to understand it, so <laughs> I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get sober, I mean, I've been sober for the past bunch of days, because I want to do something about the real world, but I'm not, like, trying to be sober, you know, I'm just, like, trying to do something about the real world, trying to, like, either, you know, get the guts to kill myself, or get, or at least push myself, you know, at least, push myself towards going to saying fuck it I'm gonna you know fight the city council and fight to realize my sex dream no matter what whoever with money that could help me and isn't probably gonna help me is gonna do about it and if I have to die of heat stroke in the fucking streets this summer because I couldn't get uh, uh, a place with uh, where I can get a landline and where I have a room to myself that I can afford, then fuck it. I don't care. You know, I want to be able to realize my sex dream no matter who gets harmed, no matter what the fuck happens. And if I can't do that, if they're going to fuck with me and not let me do it because they believe in morality and not hurting anybody and, 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 making people take shots so they don't get the coronavirus, then fuck them. Mm-hmm. And then I was extra lazy because I didn't ask my roommate to borrow his, like, uh, umbrella, so I ended up catching a cab everywhere today. Oh, that's cool. You got the bread mm-hmm. to do it. You know, it's like, hey... Actually, I've done pretty good at saving a little tiny about a tiny amount of money. By the like, I got a good amount of money, and it's the end of the month. So whatever fucking shit goes down the next couple days, I'm somewhat okay, you know. So it's like. I mean, I just think about, but I don't know, I think about, like, when, like, before I left the place in Marina Del Rey, before I was going to come here, I, I put out a profile in on this free chat line, and as soon as I put out that profile, and as soon as I started trying to talk to women on it, all of a sudden, my call to that phone, to that chat line was blocked. Every time, unless I called... Unless I sneaked it out of my pocket, you know, like stuck it out of my pocket real fast and dialed the number as fast as possible, then I couldn't get through. And the same thing happened to me when I went in the motel for the first time in June and called that number. You know, it's like... So I got to fight whoever the fuck is... is, I mean, if there is something, you know, but I think there really is something going on. And then, 
Canada now. Canada now. So it's like, you know, it, it's just, it's all whatever, you know, like this is what I got to, you know, push for. And I don't know. I, I got to see, hopefully the county is enough. Uh, the, the news of, of Fauci, uh, Fauci's email, and we'll, well, I don't know, we'll go into that when, when we start recording, but the news of Fauci's emails and, and, uh, and, uh, the recall of Gavin Newsom, hopefully that'll get the county to let me have a chance at trying to, to fight the city council and, and do something about not being able to realize my sex dream, you know, against the will of the lame Christians like my parents and against the will of the, the people who believe in the, the self-righteous, legalistic, new-agey motherfuckers that believe in morality and, uh, you know, politically correct Democrats that believe in, in their self-righteous morality and all that. to the news. Um, okay, we recording? Yeah. Okay, wait. Let's see it looks like one of the things that was screwed for a minute? Yeah. Sex with children 
should push, you know, do the similar thing to what the gay people did. So I think what needs to be done is there needs to be a uh, kind of for for uh, there needs to be kind of a a stonewall riot for pedophiles. So, so if you look at like, okay, how many people got arrested in the Stonewall riots, you know, whenever it was in the day Judy Garland died in 1969, when all these gay people were fighting the cops and the cops were like beating them in the head and shit, that there needs to be the number of people gathering together that were arrested at the Stonewall riots to, uh, uh, you know, in some like mass convention to sell child porn and uh, that they should uh, fight, you know, fight the cops in the same way, go through the same type of arrest. And then when they go out, they can do the same thing the gay people did on the, you know, few days after the Stonewall riots in New York, that they could like start coming out with their, their, uh, you know the children that they that they want to have sex with and start French kissing them in public and stuff and and put the next step to uh, adults having sex with children being as respectable as the gays are now. So I'm sure in the fucked up America that's coming, that will be a thing. Yeah, I know, but that's as since that's my job as you know what what I think Lucifer put me here for. Or what? What Lucifer wants me to do is uh, to push this idea that uh, I need to, you know, that my job is to put the idea out there on this podcast, so that if there are pedophiles listening, that they can, you know, try to put that together. And then, like another thing that needs to happen is. Uh, that the uh, there really should be a uh, a pedophile pride parade, you know, the PPP. You down with PPP? No, you're probably not. But you know, all the ones that are can say, "Yeah, you know me." <laughs> and you know, they can have like, uh, you know, they can all come out. The, the whoever it is, you can have the Namble of people get together and have their thing, and then you know, maybe a North American Man Girl Love Group could get together and. Uh, they thing. could, uh, you know, like, you know, come out with their kids, you know, and have like little three-year-old girls dressed in negligees and, and teddies and, and, uh, and, uh, crotchless princess costumes and shit. And, and, uh, you know, make it as intense and, and as outrageous as the gay pride parades and, uh, you know, see if it can go somewhere, you know, like, and maybe in, you know, whatever area has the most, the highest rate of pedophilia, which, you know, might be some rural areas in the South or something. Why not, you know, put that together? You know? I'm sure Dayton has a lot of, well, pedophiles, because there are a lot of sex offenders here. Okay, so why not all the sex offenders get together and try to put together the uh, pedophile pride parade or the man the uh, man-girl love pride parade or something, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, whether you can get a, uh, 
a permit for it or not, you know, go ahead and try to put it together. You know, it's the first step. I mean, as much as like, that's the thing, you know, it's like in the fifties and sixties when, when gay people weren't so respectable and accepted, it was more cool. And now it's not so cool. Cause it's respected, you know, just like kind of smoking weed isn't as cool as it used to be because it's become respectable a little bit, you know, so, you know, you even got Justin Bieber doing a weed song, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, so now, you know, like the, the only thing that's left that's cool that hasn't become respectable yet is, is uh, pedophilia. So, you know, like once that becomes respectable, then it won't be cool anymore, you know. But, so you're uh, just shooting for any degenerate fantasy possible. Exactly, exactly. So it's kind of... Uh, I don't know, like, so, so I'm just like, uh, you know, doing my, my, my bit for Lucifer, trying to throw these, these ideas out in the air and uh, see, uh, see if they can, uh, you know, j- just throwing it out there and going, okay, th- these are, you know, ideas that I think it's the next step if, if uh, they eventually want to become respectable so it won't be cool anymore. And, uh, then, you know, maybe someday they will be, you know, people that have adults that have sex with children will be just as respected as uh, gay people, kind of in the way that they were respected in Rome or Sodom and Gomorrah or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. There goes the song right here. You know, and hopefully those kids at that preschool, you know, maybe something will happen to them, the preschool across the street. <laughs> but okay, that's pretty much uh, my uh, my bit for the triumph of evil over good. <laughs> hmm. Oh, welcome to Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. Oh, and I'm Kyle Chaos. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we weren't recording. No, we were recording the whole time. Oh, okay. You sure? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll double check. Yeah, it was recording. Okay. Okay, uh, we're starting with Google. <laughs> Biden offers to concession in infrastructure talks with key Republican. Okay. Um, oh, for the okay. Well, it's the Washington Post, so I don't know how much of this I'm going to be able to get. Okay, we might not be able to get it, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do it with if some other group has it. After GOP opposed pitch to raise corporate tax rates to 
Biden pressed them for position on 15% tax for. So he's already starting to cave on his morals. No, it's not morals. This has That's like almost morality. a decrease by half. Okay, so the corporation, okay, and this is for the corporations? Yeah, the corporate tax. Okay, yeah, that is kind of wussing out, but okay. But this has nothing to do with morals. You know, like, none of this has anything to do with morality. This is just politics, which has nothing to do with morals. So, you know, it's just... They're playing the fucking bullshit game they always play. And, again, the people are going to lose, because if they cut the corporate tax to pay for it, that means that everybody else's taxes are going to have to pay for this, right? Or is the, is the program going to get smaller? They'll probably just raise taxes on everybody they said they wouldn't. Yeah, so this is making the American people lose. So now this is becoming something that the Republicans have more incentive to fight against rather than to go along with because the taxes on, on people that don't have that much money are going to go up. So this gives the Republicans more of an incentive to defeat it. So unless the Republicans are so bullshit on saying they want to cut taxes on the average working person that they're going to do it anyway just to have some cheesy, like, say, we we fought to cut down the the uh, the tax base, you know, to, to fight for big business. Uh, it's this is just going to make it's going to make the Republicans look pretty lame. But if they're so set on doing politics as usual, that they're going to go along with this and be willing to lose for this kind of thing. I don't know. Then the Republicans uh, are full of crap. The Republicans have always been for big business. Yeah, I know. But this is, this is like proof that when they say they care about everybody's taxes going down, that they really don't. Because if the corporate taxes are going to be cut, and so they're still going to put this infrastructure program together that they won't be able to pay for as much unless the infrastructure program gets smaller or some of the things the Democrats want get smaller, that means that the average person, is, their taxes are going to go up. And the Republicans' biggest argument is they're saying, we're trying to stop your taxes from going up. So... If they're going to say, we're going to let your taxes go up so that the corporate taxes don't have to be as much to pay for this infrastructure thing, and the Democrats can still have this infrastructure program, then they're going against everything they tell the average dude that supports Trump that would fight in a goddamn uh, insurrection on the 6th to fight for. So this is just totally going against uh, their shit. President Biden signaled at a private meeting on Wednesday that he would be open to significant revisions on the size of the of his infrastructure package and how it would be paid for in order win, in order to win Republican support, outlining a plan for about one trillion in new spending 
finance through tax changes that do not appear to raise the top corporate rate. It's not going to raise the corporate rate at all. Um, based off of what that says. Okay, so that means that the average person is going to have to pay for all this. Of course. Like, that's what it's like. I never thought they were going to have the corporations pay for it. <laughs> I okay. always knew that. So if the Republicans go along with this thing, they're going against everything they, they tell all the people, all the, 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 the base, the, you know, all the people that don't have money that are in general dumb enough to vote Republicans. They, oh, my taxes are going to go down. They're against all that shit if they support the, this uh, compromise that's not, you know, that is just making big business win and not letting the average person win. You gotta remember, Biden's the one proposing these changes. You know, but Biden's the one doing this, but Biden is, like, Biden is sleazy and the Republicans are could be just as sleazy. So, I don't know, I hope the, I hope the uh, Republicans aren't willing to let the average person lose so that big business can win. But I, I won't put it past the sleazy Republicans that they'll just let big business win and the average person lose just so they can say, you know, just so big business can win. Don't try and make it seem like it's all going to be on the Republicans that this happens. No, no, this is definitely... Biden is just as sleazy in putting this together because Biden is showing that he doesn't give a fuck about what the Democrat people that don't have money that are dumb enough to vote for Biden, you know, like all those, uh, I hate to say it, all those like black and Latino people that said we're voting for Biden because he's going to make everything better for us and give us better handouts and all this. Their taxes are going to go like all the black dudes that work really heavy and have shitty jobs that nobody wants to do and Mexican Latino dudes that have shitty jobs that nobody wants to do are going to have to uh, pay like a huge, you know, like their taxes are going to go up. And so oh, again, he's giving the, out handouts like he gave out extra food stamps last okay, month. So there'll be some good handouts, but it's still it's like. The Democrats and the Republicans are proving that the thing that they're getting the the main like poor people to vote for them for, which the Democrats get poor people to vote for them because they say, we're going to cut the corporate tax. And the Democrats are going against that to get some kind of, you know, big government to get huge. Hmm. And if the Republicans go along with this, then they're going against the main shit that gets poor people to vote for Republicans of we're going to cut your taxes so that big business can get rich. So both sides are being equally sleazy when it comes to this. You know, and I'm a sleazy person in my own way, obviously, from everything I've been saying. But I'm just pointing out that both the Republicans and the Democrats are being completely sleazy that they're all fucking hypocrites very true yeah 
So, okay, uh, what else does this article say? Nothing. And for some reason, when you don't pay, they only show you a little bit. Okay. Okay, well, I guess let's go to the next article. But okay, we get the gist of what's going on. We're finding out what's going on. <laughs> Dr. So Anthony. Let's hope the Republicans don't go along with this compromise that you know helps big business win and the average person lose. And yeah, the Democrats are going against everything that they get poor people to vote for them for. A lot of what they get poor people to vote for them for. Which is why there needs to be a third party in the equation that's seriously considered for president to make things change. Everybody that's really out to change things winds up losing, so it isn't going to be done through a political party. Stuff, this kind of change is only going to get done through grassroots activism, whether it's something on the Republican side of a uh, Howard Jarvis Tax Association or on the Democratic side of, I don't know what the best organization that fights against, uh, that fights for for, uh, corporations to be taxed higher so that, uh, you know, to, to pay for whatever government handout, but uh, I don't know, like grassroots activism is the only thing that's really going to solve this and not uh, anything, uh, you know, anything having to do with any political parties, whether it's a major party or a third party, unless the third parties are going to get involved in grassroots activism, isn't going to do shit to change anything. I mean, outside of, okay, when there's an election and the third parties run, at least there's a voice out there trying to push uh, real solutions to our problems, but, you know, in, in trying to push to get that in whatever media, as much as the media doesn't want to cover them. But that's like the, the only way that, that uh, only thing that third parties are really good for. But I mean, that's at least gives us a choice for who to vote for when, the major parties are just means we don't really have a choice on who to vote for. Yeah, I was just thinking about how freaky that damn Cardi B song is, the new one. Which new one? Well, the music video for it. Oh, okay. All right on. I mean, I haven't seen it, but uh, cool. You know, if it'd be something good to jack off to, you know, what the fuck? Or fuck to, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically bi- like light core bisexual porn. Mm. Hey, hey. Yeah, she's all tongue kissing chicks and they're all licking her tongue and shit. Hey, hey. Right on. You know that, uh. That get me turned on. (laughs) If I could see. (laughs) 
Yeah, she was shaking that ass. I'll get rid of And then Dr. Anthony Fauci says publicly released email about lab leak is being misconstrued. Okay, yeah, let's see how, let's see how, how Fauci wiggles his way out of this one to keep pushing the lies. Yeah, let's definitely go into this one. But again, oh, speaking, since we're recording, somebody needs to investigate Fauci's boss's email. The, the dude who was on Meet the Press in late April, that's Fauci's boss. Somebody needs to look through his emails, because if Fauci's emails are like this, I bet his emails are just as heavy and just as much uh, showing how these unelected health officials at the CDC are trying to take away our freedom and, and make us a communist uh, socialist state. In an interview with CNN on Thursday, Dr. Anthony Fauci said that an email he received last year from an executive at the U.S.-based EcoHealth Alliance has been misconstrued and offered a hint of regret about a February 2020 email downplaying the need to wear a mask. Yeah, but big deal. That's He's still trying to push the lie, and the whole Democratic press is going to push the lie, and they're not going to admit the truth, even after these emails go through because he's saying this bullshit is he saying anything else or what what does the article say in one email sent to fauci last april an executive at eco health alliance the global nonprofit that helps helped fund some research at china's wuhan institute of virology thanked fauci for publicly stating that scientific evidence supports a natural origin for the coronavirus and not a lab release The origins of the virus remain unclear, they say in the article. Hmm. Okay, go back to the last, because my, my brain is just like too, I'm too stuck in my own evil world to try to concentrate. I'm, I'm trying to concentrate on what you just said, and I'm not doing good at it. Uh, Fauci... Thanked Fauci for publicly stating that scientific evidence supports a natural origin for the coronavirus and not a lab release. The origins of the virus remain unclear. Yeah, so they're still pushing. They're still trying to keep Fauci being a god, even though the, the evidence is out there that he's of what he's doing. The, the press isn't going to let this come to light. It's slightly coming to light, but not. they're not letting it come to light enough. So this is uh, more freakiness.
There are some of your critics. There are some of your critics who say this shows you have too cozy of a relationship with the people behind the Wuhan lab research. CNN's John Berman said to Fauci on New Day. What do you say to that? Mm-hmm. That's that's nonsense, Fauci responded. I don't even see how they get that from that email. <laughs> oh, God damn, but damn it, I bet the CNN people are just going to be like, yeah, you're right, Fauci. Gold star. I don't know. I think shit's hitting the fan a little bit too much for them to play that he's untouchable. Fucking angle anymore. I don't know, but I mean, I, I just keep thinking there's so many sheeple that aren't getting it. I mean, I'm, I, I was just thinking, can the, you know, the, the, the amount of Republicans in the establishment that aren't buying it, can they convince the rest of the sheeple to buy this shit? And I don't know if they can or not. I don't. I don't have much trust in the masses not to be stupid. Because <laughs> in the eighties and nineties, when the Republicans were on the other, you know, when the the shoe was on the other foot, and the Republicans were the ones deceiving the masses more, uh, the masses were still being just as stupid. So I don't have faith in anything having to do with the masses. Uh, Fauci then emphasized that the email was sent to him and he knows the origins of the coronavirus are still uncertain. I have always said and will say today to you, John, that I still believe the most likely origin is from an animal species to a human. But I keep an absolutely open mind that if there may be other origins of that, there may be another reason it could have been a lab leak. Fauci told Berman, I believe if you look historically what happens in the animal-human interface, that in fact the more likelihood is that you're dealing with a jump of species. But I keep an open mind all the time. And that's the reason why I have been public that we should continue to look for the origin. You can misconstrue it however you want. That email was from a person to me saying thank you for whatever it is he thought I said. And I said that I think the most likely origin is a jumping of species. I still do think it is. At the same time I was I am at the same time as I'm keeping an open mind that it might be a lab leak. In another email sent to Fauci on April 16th, NIH Director Francis Collins wrote, Conspiracy Theory Gains Momentum, a dismissive reference to the lab leak hypothesis. But much of the email is redacted, and Fauci said he did not remember its substance. Oh, the the media is just pushing that lie. (laughs) 
They only took about 10,000 emails from me. Of course, I remember. I remember all 10,000 of them. Give me a break. He said, I don't remember what's in that redacted, but the idea, I think, is quite far-fetched that the Chinese deliberately engineered something so that they could kill themselves as well as other people. I think that's a bit far out, John. Berman also brought up on a February 5th, 2020 email Fauci sent to Sylvia Burwell, former secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, in which he did not recommend wearing a mask since she was traveling to a low-risk location. The email was sent at a time before coronavirus was declared a pandemic and before the CDC advised the public to wear masks for protection. A lot has transpired since then. If you had to go back and do it all over again, would you tell her something different? Do you regret that? Berman asked Fauci, let's get real here. If you look at scientific information as it accumulates what is going on in January and February, what you know as a fact, as data guides, what you tell people in your policies, if March, April, May occur, you accumulate a lot more information and you modify and adjust your opinion and your recommendation based on the current science and current data, Fauci told Berman. So, of course, if we knew back then that a substantial amount of transmission was in, was asymptomatic people, if we knew that the data show that masks outside of a hospital setting actually do work when we didn't know it then, if we realize all of those things back then, of course, he said, you're asking a question. Would you do something different if you know what you know now? Of course people would have done that. That's so obvious. Uh, no, it's not obvious to me. I mean... I really think Xi Jinping's government really had a heavy influence on Fauci and Fauci's boss. And because uh, this wearing masks is an Asian idea, so I think Asian government has something to do supposed to be coming? with this pushing the masks because it's a, another you know it's all this pushing and public shaming, all this Asian culture shit is being pushed on us. You know, the public shaming, the masks, the whole bit. They're trying to make us more like a, an Asian country in, in, in trying to get us to make the same type of, to have that same type of way of looking at things that, that South Korea and Japan and the Philippines and uh, communist China and North Korea have had. And... That's what this is really all about, and I'm not buying this. this what what Fauci's saying, but okay, I don't know. But okay, yeah, this is this is Fauci pushing the same lie over and over again. And then a new racism. What is it? I can't talk. They're good. They're good. 
And then uh, new racism allegations hit Buckingham Palace and not from Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan. Okay. Well, I guess we'll go into this one. Already reeling from suggestions of racism in the royal family from Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan. Buckingham Palace was confronted Wednesday with explosive new allegations of decades of systemic discrimination against people of color and with documentation to back it up. Whoa. Well, the British might actually have to do, I don't know, the British uh, might have, with as much as they've been pushing against that now, they might have to apologize if they're going to keep pushing the same thing if they're really serious about it, but... Uh, I don't know. We'll see what goes on. The Guardian Britain's left-leaning newspaper and leader in the long-standing movement to get rid of the monarchy published a report declaring that Queen Elizabeth II's top courtiers banned colored immigrants or foreigners from serving in clerical roles in the royal household until at least the late 1960s. According to documents, the paper discovered in the United Kingdom's National Archives. The documents reveal how in 1968, the Queen's chief financial manager informed civil servants that it was not, in fact, the practice to appoint colored immigrants or foreigners to clerical roles in the royal household, although they are permitted to work as domestic servants. Okay, could you promote black and white immigrants? I mean, because isn't, isn't the opposite of color black and white? You know, you got your color TV and you got your black and white TV. Uh, okay, I, I get the joke. Yeah, it's a bad joke. Over the same period, the top positions advising the monarchy mostly went to white, upper-class, or aristocratic males, many of whom were Oxbridge grads and or served in high-ranking positions in the military. The paper also reported the documents show that the 1970s, well, that in the 1970s, the queen and her aides were able to negotiate with government officials to exempt the royal household from laws prohibiting discriminatory hiring practices, which to this day keep royal employees from suing for alleged discrimination at work. Yeah, right on. Let's, let's hope uh, this makes the, uh, the queen look bad. Uh. And uh, hopefully now uh, people will be able, you know, black people will be able to, uh, and people of other races besides white people will be able to get ahead in, in working at the uh, Buckingham Palace and, and doing like heavy, more, you know, real jobs that aren't just, you know, domestic service jobs at Buckingham Palace. Are you suffering 
Among other things, the queen's grandson, 36, and his biracial American wife, 39, claimed she had been a target of racism in the media and on social media, and that a member of the royal family had wondered about the color of her baby's skin and what might have been coincidental at coincidental timing. The news in The Guardian came on the same day. Buckingham Palace announced plans to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee next year, marking her 70 years on the throne, an unprecedented milestone for any British monarch. Yeah, like basically it said that like if you're colored, like you can't be a manager or anything. You can only be a servant. Yeah, no, that's screwed up. So hopefully now they'll be able to start letting in the Buckingham Palace, they'll start letting black people and people of other races be managers in, in working at the at the Buckingham Palace. And Tilray and Sundial embark on two-day rally after Amazon says it stands behind federal marijuana legalization. Yeah, fucking right. Wait, what was the first part of it? What happened after Amazon said they they have a uh, they stood for legalization? Tilray and Sundial embark on two-day. Rally after Amazon says it stands behind federal marijuana legalization. Okay, so this is what the stocks are doing good, or what? What? what who are Tildar and Sundial? Or what is the article saying? Because I'm not sure who those people are. I don't know if that means their stocks are going up or is it mean there were protests or like uh, demonstrations in, fed- in, in favor of medical marijuana in Seattle or something or the, where the main headquarters are or something. Like, what, what does the article say? Yeah, it's cannabis stocks. Okay, so stocks are going up because Amazon's in favor. Okay, right on. Cool.
tasked with fight, well, tasked to fight climate change, a secretive UN agency does the opposite. Okay, so let's go into this one. So the UN working for the big corporations to trash the planet. You can see why we're exactly thrilled to go on our trip. Mom and Dad, Megan and Mary Poppins. I don't know if you want to they're more. My parents, my sister, Behind closed doors, shipbuilders and miners can speak on behalf of governments while regulating an industry that pollutes as much as all of America's coal plants. Okay, so who's speaking in, in behalf of government? Shipbuilders and miners. Okay. Soldiers and miners just trying to protect their jobs? Or do they want to stop climate change? During a contentious meeting over proposed climate regulations last fall, a Saudi diplomat to the obscure but powerful international maritime organization switched on his microphone to make an angry complaint. One of his colleagues was revealing the proceedings on Twitter as they happened. They didn't order our food. They said they couldn't deliver it. It was a breach of the secrecy at the heart of the IMO. A clubby United Nations agency on the banks of the the Thames that regulates international shipping and is charged with reducing emissions in an industry that burns in oil so thick it might otherwise be turned into asphalt. Shipping produces as much carbon dioxide as all of America's coal plants combined. Internal documents, recordings, and dozens of interviews reveal what was gone on, or what has gone on for years behind closed doors. The organization has repeatedly delayed and watered down climate regulations, even as emissions from commercial shipping continue to rise, a trend that threatens to undermine the goals of the 2016 Paris Climate Accord. What's, okay, is this, is this the UN or is this a specific branch of the UN? Uh, a specific branch of the UN. Okay, so this, so maybe what they need to do is make sure that the representatives of these oil companies and shipping businesses aren't, don't have as much of an influence in this particular branch of the UN. And maybe and we're back. Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. 
I'm Kyle Chaos. Let's return to the dark side of the force. Well, before we do, okay, I, I, I gotta do something more for my selfish interest as a human. Because uh, we were just talking about this, uh, that the representatives of the shipping industry and the oil industry are having too much of an influence. The United Nations, the, the part of the United Nations that is trying to fight to stop climate change, and therefore they're fighting to not stop climate change. And uh, there needs to be something in the UN law about this this division of uh, the, the group trying to fight climate change to make sure that the shipping industry and the uh, oil industry doesn't have as much of an influence in the decision making of how we can try to stop climate change because they're not stopping climate change and, and we need to do that but okay if we're going to go into the dark side then fuck it let's trash the planet because we need those jobs <laughs> <laughs> well I, I half agree with that I know you agree with that but for all of our selfish interests as evil people if you know, or either way, I mean, I don't know. Because maybe, maybe if we trash the planet, it's better. Because then we can get the fuck out of this world. You know, it's like I want to get the fuck out of this world. Maybe it'd be better if the planet isn't able to sustain life, so that we just stop this fucking bullshit altogether. Because if the choice is mine to begin or end the world, I'm choosing to end it. Fuck it. Let let Mother Earth die. Fuck it. But. I've had too many bad experiences in this world. You know, it's like I can't stand that, that the best housing I can get is group housing. And I can't stand it. So fuck it. Let, let Mother Earth die. What the fuck? But okay. I don't know. You know, like it's, uh, but on the other hand, okay. If there's some way that I can have a chance to get out of here, that I can have a chance to, I don't know, I don't know, fight the city council and fight to get into some better housing where I can have a room to myself, where I can have access to a landline or a trailer to myself and some places, some place where they can service having a landline where they don't, where you call the, the company and they say, oh, we don't service this area because, oh, it's an area where poor people live. So we can't let poor people have uh, access to a phone where the government can't drop their calls at the drop of a hat or where somebody can't block your phone like this. So basically, fuck Mother Earth up against no, no, the wall. I mean, if I want to have a chance to get better housing or something and, and live so that maybe I can get a chance to get the uh, easy, unprotected sex with a woman that I want to try to get, no matter who gets hurt by it or matter whether I die or I kill somebody from it or whatever so that I can get my new my, my next victim to be my new miss right now damn it uh, you know maybe you know we, we want to, to uh, save the planet and and not have uh, global warming kill us so 
I don't know. It's probably in my selfish interest that the oil industry and the shipping industry doesn't have as much of an influence in the UN uh, climate change uh, policy. Yes, Kagas. Venting the dark side. No, I, I, I'm going either, but no, venting the dark side is going along with your position. Trash the planet. I'm not going to be able to fucking get the housing I want. I'm going to be stuck in this fucking group housing or living on the streets for the rest of my life. I might as well die. So fuck it. I'd be better off killing myself. Fuck this shit. I feel you. Feds cancel reinstated accreditor after USA Today finds apparently fake college. Hmm, okay. Yeah, no. You want to go into this or where's your head at? Oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, this isn't going to really... I mean, it's just like, okay, some... Lame people got ripped off by a fake, co- or not lame people, because some some people that thought they were going to get an education on some probably some trade school or something uh, wound up uh, getting ripped off and going into debt, getting ripped off for something that wasn't even there and uh, got screwed up. But okay, that's not a heavy thing that's going to make us win or lose as people without money or the human race or whatever. This ominous warning from Moderna should shake up the COVID vaccine market. Okay. What's the, what's the warning from uh, Moderna? Eh, they're just like, oh, new COVID waves are coming. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, typical. Keep and pushing that Fauci bullshit in Fauci's boss. Because remember, Fauci's just a figurehead. A real hatred should be for that dude that was on Meet the Press in late April. That fucker's the one who's really orchestrating this, and they need to uh, investigate his emails. And now watch, he's putting all his emails in the, the, the whatever the internet version of the shredder so it can't be investigated, but... Uh...
Disaster looms if Pope Francis restricts the traditional mass. What? Okay, yeah, say that again. Disaster looms if Pope Francis restricts the traditional mass. Okay, let's go into this. How does... Because, I mean, this is the old method of, of Catholic brainwashing that really uh, ha- would have the biggest effect on anybody doing psychedelics for, for the Catholic Church. So I don't see why they would want to throw something that is, like, as good as, as Muslim services at, at uh, their type of brainwashing for affecting uh, you know people on psychedelics for the Muslim cause. So... I don't know. Let's let's go uh, into this. The rumors are true. My sources in Rome, too many to and too reliable to be doubted, confirmed that a document is circulating at the Vatican, which, if given paper, will papal approval, would significantly restrict the use of extraordinary form of the liturgy, the traditional Latin Mass. Um. I don't know, like, if you if you interpret the Latin Mass into English, or whatever language people are using, as long as the meaning is the same, I don't think, why why should it be that huge? You know, like, I mean, maybe the, the text should still be there, and, and uh, but you should be able to convert it from the Latin to English, and, and then have, like, what the Latin words are, so, like, you can do what the Christians do when they, you know, interpret the Bible and they go back to the Greek and the uh, Hebrew words or the Aramaic words and, and interpret, but especially to the Greek and the Hebrew and interpret what the more realistic meaning of those words mean and stuff. So it's, uh, I mean, I think the, the copies should definitely be kept, but why not, you know, keep putting it more into uh, English uh English, but you know, have the, have the old Latin text to, to look at to refer to, so that you know you can clarify what it means if if the whatever language you're interpreting in isn't as as true to the meaning as what the Latin says. Mm, I think it shouldn't be changed. They've been doing it for a long time. Well, no, what are they? Yeah, okay, but what what are they saying? What are they going to do with this? Like, because they they have been doing it in English in Catholic churches, which they used to do it in in Latin in the damn seventies, and nobody understood what the fuck they were saying. <laughs> Uh, they said it would thwart a powerful movement for reform in the church, and it would paradoxically undermine the Pope's own authority. Okay, what reform are they trying to get in the church? Are they trying to get it back to Latin so nobody can understand what the services mean? 
The Samorum Pontificum, his apostolic letter of 2007, Pope Benedict XVI gave the Catholic faithful much wider access to the TLM. With this new document styled as an instruction for the implementation of Samorum Pontificum, Pope Francis would, in effect, repudiate the work of his predecessor and at the same time cut off the blood supply to the fastest growing part of the universal church. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, if you're cutting off the access to getting the Latin material, then that's not good because then less people know what the true meaning of, of what those things said. You know, kind of like if you cut off the access to the Greek and Hebrew uh, New Testament scriptures, people would get less of what the Bible was saying because you'd only get the the translations and you don't know like how accurate is it to what those original you know things said in Greek and Hebrew. Cheese stick giving me the itis. All right, ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. Donald Trump is getting worse. How can he get worse? He does, he's not in power anymore. He's only worse if he has power. As long as he doesn't have power, he can't do anything <laughs> heavy. So, like, how is he getting worse? Well, you know, what the fuck does that mean? I mean, as far as I know, Donald Trump's a has-been. He doesn't have power. Oh, he still has power. It's just not presidential power. Okay, he has money power, but... He has power as someone who supports the, uh... He's still seen as the head of the party. Yeah, but when the next election comes, there's going to be somebody else who's going to be the head of the party that's not going to be Trump. 
You know, well, hopefully it'll be someone that is as populist as Trump. Because if it isn't somebody as populist as Trump, then the Republicans don't really have a leg to stand on. But uh, there's going to be somebody else that's going to replace Trump as the head of the party. The only guy that's a credible threat is Ron DeSantis at this point. He could be, but I don't know if he's really that much of a uh, a populist. Like, it would have to be somebody like a Taylor Green or, like, one of the new Republicans that have kind of come recently on the scene since Trump to run for president, I think, for them to have a, uh, you know, enough of a, uh, somebody who has enough of a populist bent to him that uh, that uh, they could win. Was Eric? As a vet spoke about Memorial Day's roots in black history, his mic was cut. It was no accident. Okay, was this the Trump art thing or something something else? Did you want to go into the Trump one? Yeah, because I'm trying to see, like, why are they saying he's getting worse? Uh, says Donald Trump is more obsessed than ever with the 2020 election. Okay. Well, it's over. It's not going to happen. Big fucking deal. Like, yeah, yeah, let's go to the next article. (laughs) Yeah, let, 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 let Donald Trump, like, go on with the legend of his own mind in, you know, in his house, you know, babbling about, I, I won the election, I really won the election, nobody will pay attention to him, they can, you know, like, uh, you, you know, just kind of, okay, that's just Donald Trump, he's, he's babbling, just give him another Diet Coke, he'll shut up. <laughs> Retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Bernard Kempter was midway through his speech at a Memorial Day ceremony in, o- in an Ohio cemetery when he, just, when he started discussing the role that freed blacks enslaved people played in an early event honoring Civil War dead. Suddenly his mic microphone was cut off. Kempter 77 tapped it a few times before yelling for assistance. Video of the Monday event shows. Did he get his mic turned on so he could finish the speech or did they not let him finish the speech? It doesn't say. That's all uh, they're willing to show on uh, the Washington Post. Okay. 
Okay, well, that's screwed up for black people, black veterans. That's not cool. But, you know, I remember there have been a few times when I've spoken hemp events where my mic was, they took the mic away from me really fast because I wasn't saying what they wanted me to say. So I don't know. Fuck it. And now I'm definitely, you know, doing this. Nobody fucking wants to deal with me now in that movement. <laughs> I thought that was happening before the podcast. It was, but now the podcast, I've completely come out as a psycho. Like, this is me coming out as a, as a psycho, and, you know, I can't go back, I can't go back now, you know? No, I can't go back. You know, it, you know, it comes down to that. I have decided to follow Satan. I have decided to follow Satan. I have decided to follow Satan. No turning back. No turning back. Though they persecute me, still I will follow. Even if I can't get a job in the hemp movement, still I will follow. Even if I can't get a job in the hemp movement, still I will follow. No turning back. No turning back. Okay. Muslim woman says Southwest barred her from Plains Exit Road because of his job. What did he? What did she not get an opportunity to do because she had a hijab? Uh, she wasn't allowed in the plane's exit row. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and it's like, sorry, you got a hijab. You probably work for for Al Qaeda. You know, you're not gonna do no Alu Akbar here, motherfucker. Get away from me, towelhead. <laughs> you can't go. You can't sit. In, you can't sit near the exit. Sorry. No, that that's fucked up. That's still fucked up. Yes, people need to escape from you, not you be allowed to escape. Yeah, no, 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 but that's, that's, you know, really she should be able to get whatever part of the train, you know, because not everybody that's a Muslim is a Wahhabi Muslim, so you can't treat everybody that's a Muslim like a Wahhabi Muslim, you know. Hey, her job is the same in every culture. <laughs> yeah. You know, in rednecks, we, a job means Alu Akbar, I'm going to blow your ass up. <laughs> no, but that's not really what it means. Alu Akbar. Alu Akbar, Alu Akbar. <laughs> The Supreme Court sides with police officer who improperly searched license plate database. Why? Yeah, let's go. Definitely go into this article. Oh shit! 
basically, right? they said that uh, he couldn't be charged under the law for doing that. Why? And what did he do? How did it get somebody fucked with? Or yeah, so let's go into this article. In a 6-3 majority opinion penned by Justice Amy Coney Barrett, the court held that Nathan Van Buren, a Georgia police officer, did not violate the nation's top computer crime law when he searched a license plate database for non-official purposes. Yeah, that's fucked up. No, no, what was the purpose of him searching the, li- the, the, the license plate thing? Like, what? Like, why did this get taken to the Supreme Court? Like, someone must have been a victim in this, or why would it be sent all the way to the Supreme Court? Responding to a third party who offered to pay him to, re- to search the database, a person who turned out to be an FBI informant, Van Buren agreed, leading to what the U.S. government alleged was a violation of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Yeah, but I mean, shouldn't people be able to know if somebody's an FBI informant that's, you know, or not? I mean, like, that that is screwed up for the people. We should be able to know if somebody should be able to know if somebody's an FBI informant, even if they got to use a cop to do it. Barrett wrote that Van Van Buren's conduct plainly flouted his department's policy, which authorized him to obtain database information only for law enforcement purposes. But she said the court had been asked whether he violated the CFAA, which he did not, she wrote. Okay, oh, no, so that's good. I mean, in a way, that's good. So somebody got to find out if someone was an informant. So, no, that is a good... I I, I miss... Well, no, they didn't get to find out if they were informant. An informant paid him to search somebody. Oh, okay, no, then that's fucked up for people in the sprint and the, uh... Okay, so the Supreme Court said that's cool. That means the Supreme Court is fucking us over here heavily. That's not cool. Yeah. Wait, can you hold for a minute? Yeah, sure. Okay. Hello? We're seeing some. We might get some. Some munchies or
Kyle? Yeah. Uh, Biden throws open the borders and Harris scrambles to avoid blame. Okay, I mean, if the, the, the lame racist dudes are going to blame him, bl- blame her for it, that's freaky, but okay. I don't know, like, do you want to go into this, or where's your head at? Yeah, let's see what they're packing. It sounds like okay. an article straight out of InfoWars. Yeah, kind of, but a cheesy one of their lyricals. Without much fanfare, the Biden administration on Tuesday officially ended the remain in Mexico policy of the Trump era. That's fucked up. That's not fucked up. That's good. uh, I mean, the the government isn't going to stop people from crossing. They're not going to use the Mexican military to stop people from crossing over. That's good. That means people can have a better life in this country. You know, what the hell? And if they stop people from crossing, wouldn't that go against all the churches, at least the Catholic Church? Yeah, it would go against the Catholic Church, but fuck the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but you know, like, you know, the same cross, crossing. <laughs> Bunch of pedo pops. Well, you know, that's a different thing. You know, yeah, but they're, they're into that. You know, they, there should be some Catholic priests in the uh, pedophile pride parade. You know, uh, fuck it, you know, like, uh, if the adult women aren't aren't willing to fuck us because uh, they uh, are too afraid of getting coronavirus or whatever, or they don't want to be sexualized and objectified, then fuck it. We'll make the the, the little girls do it then. Fuck it. Yeah, but okay. The little girls but, don't yeah. know no better to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know that's why they better stop uh, depriving us. But okay, the uh, at least the adult women better stop depriving us if they don't want us to hurt the, the little girls. But uh, but okay, you know we could have some Catholic priests in the uh, pedophile pride parade uh, rally. The program that required asylum seekers who crossed the border illegally to wait in Mexico for their cases to be heard by U.S. immigration judges. The move comes amid a 20-year high in illegal border crossings and a deepening humanitarian crisis along the southwest border that began as soon as Biden took office in January and went about dismantling Trump's restrictive border policies. Mm-hmm. In a memo, DHS Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said the program formally called the Migrant Protection Protocols did not adequately or sustainably enhance border management what could this mean? It certainly doesn't mean that MPP wasn't working since apprehensions at the border plummeted after its implementation. 
and only spiked after Biden paused the program, signaling to the world that if you can get across the Rio Grande, you can stay. All right on. I think that's a better thing. That's uh, People can get a better life in this country. Right on. What Mayorkas means is that under the program, too few migrants were getting into the U.S. and many more were being deterred from making the journey north from Central America and Mexico to begin with, knowing that they would have to wait in Mexico, often under harsh and dangerous circumstances, pending the outcome of their asylum case. Given those options, many of them decided not to come. In Biden administration's tortured logic, such deterrent policies amounted to a broken immigration system. We've heard this time and time and again from the administration that in Biden inherited from a from Trump a dismantled asylum system and that the task now is to rebuild a workable and sustainable way to manage the border. Right on. Right on. I think this is a good thing Biden's doing. Going to help people have a better life in the country and uh, make things... uh, just help people have a better life here. So, ready to go, go to the article. next article? Yeah, yeah. Wondering why it was such a long pause. I was just scanning to see if there was anything interesting that might pop mm-hmm. up. Free beer, Anheuser Bush. Anheuser Bush. Yeah, we'll buy you a round if America reaches Biden's July Fourth vaccination goal. Okay, well, there. Even the beer people are going along with the brainwashing. Cheesy. Is this with proof of vaccination or just anybody can get a free beer if they if uh, a bunch of people have gotten the, the shot by uh, 4th of July? Yeah, it's if the entire population gets vaccinated to a certain point. 
uh, 70% of American adults at least partially vaccinated by Independence Day. And, and, and anybody can get a free beer, whether you have proof of vaccine or not. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see if it happens. If it does, a bunch of people be getting free beer. I mean, I don't know, either way, don't matter. Yeah, but then I drink it. I don't really like. And I don't think I don't think there's any. I don't know if Bush makes a good beer. <laughs> I don't know. Biden DEA pick spoke against marijuana decriminalization. Yeah, but, great. Okay, but, well, what's this asshole saying? But Booker says she'll end drug war policies. Okay, she'll end drug war policies, but why is she in favor of messing with pot then? Because, you know, pot's the least dangerous. So it's like, okay, I'll end the policies against cocaine and meth, but if you want to smoke pot, fuck that. Pro-legalization Senator Cory Booker is promoting President Joe Biden's pick to head of Drug Enforcement Administration as a champion of ending war on drugs, even though she has publicly stated her opposition to even modest reforms such as state-level efforts to simply decriminalize marijuana. Well, then she's probably full of shit, then. She's just saying it to get people to vote for her, but she's not, she's doing everything against it. So that's kind of, she's full of shit and probably, we don't really want her to be, get the job. Yeah, she's an enemy. Yeah. Representative Dan Crenshaw's search for woke military complaints draw draws ridicule and war movie quotes. 
Okay, oh well. Yeah, let's go into this one. Actually, I'm going to take a nap. Okay. I'll uh, talk to you later. Yeah, I'll call you when I wake up. Okay, right on. All right, please. Please.